Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, indeed, it is the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside David Blake Elliott. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> not going to lie. Going full name. Not wow. going to lie. David Trump is on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Uh, it just worked out like that. It does. It, I mean, it still works. Um, yes, sir. We in my, here. My, my bad, dog. Did not mean to put you out there <laughs> the like that. Like Honestly, that. I was going to just kind of play it off, but then you made it very yeah. apparent that that I, actually. I, I forgot that David, I was like, I could have just let that roll, but I, I forgot David's behind us. So yeah, he yeah. was just talking about David Trump. Yeah, that's producer, right. Guys. And, and Blake Elliott. Yeah. 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 Don't, yeah. Don't nobody do nothing yeah. reckless with yeah. that information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday evening where apparently I'm out here doxing people accidentally. My bad. I apologize. Man, you made it warm in here and now I, I'm like, a, Oh really? That I'm got- like a toaster oven now. Oh man. Cause I'm usually cold in the studio. Okay. I'm, so like jackets coming off. We're having like a real conversation in this moment. Real quick. Yeah. Just me, you. Yeah. How uncomfortable are you with this, or are you okay with talking about this? Go ahead, talk. What, okay. are, what are we talking about? The uh, the, the elephant in the room. Yes. Go are you ahead. okay? Are you no? Like legitimately, no, no, I no, will no, drop. No. Okay. No, you're good. How many people actually call you that? Um, I think about two people. Okay. Yeah. All right. About cool. two people. Cool. Cool. And it's one of those things where once people learn it, they don't drop it. That's yeah. The that's thing. the problem, right? Like that's that. The I thing. I, so I can I tell. Can't, I can't give in and say I don't like it. Because then people, that's all they'll do. Right, you right, so right. I, so I really don't care. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. No one was probably even listening. No, they're point. definitely listening. At that point, they were like, the oh, you, they're back the on. The YouTube's from- already on it. The Twitch is already oh on it. I'm gosh. so sorry, dude. Like, I really am. I apologize. I feel so bad how at do, this How moment. do we dump a whole segment? <laughs> at this point, it's too late. It's out there. It is in the world. I apologize for doing that to now, you. I, I, I don't gonna, know how I'm going to be able to pay you back I, on that. Is it like lunch on me tomorrow or something nah, like that? Like, I'm going just... to like not say it's my name years down the line. People's going <laughs> to go back. No, no, no. We know. February 22nd of 2024. We got evidence. That's tough. That is tough uh thanks for rolling with us do Please. i get lunch as well um because i was technically confused as well, well no fair. if you'd have jumped in quicker i'd have bought you lunch if you'd have, said, Ooh, if you'd have been like oh that's yeah. me i don't know i don't know what the rules are this is an unprecedented situation we'll, we'll work through it we will we got we got three more hours on this evening of the get right uh appreciate you guys rolling with us as we do that stars having a tough one uh, 4-1 is the score in favor of the Ottawa Senators. Mavericks having a good one in the third quarter in particular. How, how often do you see that? A good third quarter for your Dallas Mavericks as they are opening up a, a little bit of a lead against the visiting uh, Phoenix Suns I, at the AAC. I think Jason Kidd heard my little matrimony. I think it was like two weeks ago I said that – was matrimony the right word? I don't Soliloquy. So. Okay. 
That's probably um, probably I, better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I was saying that the Mavs suck in the third quarter, which was true, just like stats wise, they weren't a good third quarter team. Like I don't know, like a month ago, a couple weeks ago, and I said watch the Mavs in the third quarter and watch how poor they play. And literally, like since then, they've been playing a lot better in the third quarter. So Jason Kidd obviously listens to the show. He heard me say that. Oh, he buddy, said, that's that's going to be a problem for me, isn't it? He said, he said, oh, Blake is right. We got to fix in the third quarter. If, if anything else, let's fix the third quarter. And the Mavs are cooking. Bradley Beal is out of this game. Not that it matters. It is what it is. Oh, but, did, uh, did he not? Did he not start? No, he's he not suited up. He's okay, got street not, clothes on. Did not realize that. Although yeah. that that's probably a good bet if you take that bet on any given day that he's not going to be playing. Mm-hmm. So that, that does change the dynamic of the test that I was hoping. But, I mean, it's still clearly showing, and we'll talk more about that as the evening goes. The question I was supposed to get to before I did a whole bunch of things and messed up in this segment, what teams do you think should trade up, or what teams do you think will trade up for a quarterback in this upcoming draft? Clearly, there's probably like five of the really notable quarterbacks in this one. Obviously, Caleb Williams shows up. Drake May out of North Carolina is another one. Jaden Daniels, Heisman winner out of LSU. I'd probably say six quarterbacks. Um, Those three and then Michael the Penix three. and then JJ and who else are we talking about? Who am I forgetting? Bo Nix. Oh, yeah, Bo Nix. I keep yeah. doing that to Bo Those Nicks, are like guys that could be first. Round. I don't know if I personally, but I'm just saying. No, like, I don't know that all six of them end up in that place. But, but, but clearly, there's there is some talent out there that I think uh, talent evaluators are pretty excited about as yep. well. There's a level of depth here. Which teams do you think make their way up and go get picks? Uh, from the A17, I would like to tell you Dallas, but you, we all know that ain't happening. No, absolutely not. That is not something yeah. that is happening. So so the top three teams, we don't need to mention them. They're already in a position to get a quarterback. So we'll take out Carolina, Washington, New England. Arizona's got Kyler Murray. Chargers have Justin Herbert. Well, you, you said Carolina. You, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, no, because they traded it, yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Um, the Giants is an interesting one. Not yeah. really getting talked about. Because Daniel Jones is under contract. Right, but it, it seems like they learned very quickly what we all saw when they inked that deal, which is why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you do that, right? Four years, 160, are you, are you smoking something? And apparently, yes, they were. And it does seem like we're seeing more and more scuttlebutt around that they might be interested in a situation where they get off of that. And yeah. so drafting a quarterback would be a smart way to do that in a way because at least now – as you're having to pay that big salary for, you know, Daniel Jones, at least now you have a smaller salary for a different quarterback if that's where you're actually trying to go. Because I saw them maybe attached to the possibility of getting Kirk Cousins, and I was like, oh, that seems like a crazy way to spend if, your money. If they don't get a free agent and they decide to draft and somehow get off Daniel Jones, you're not going to get in the top three guys probably. You could trade down and get one of those other three guys we named and get another draft pick and maybe rebuild, not that I'm trying to help them. Tennessee, I think, has their – their guy, what's my boy's name? Not Malik. Who uh, Will, Levis. Will Levis? Yeah. So I'm he's not, shown you enough yeah, that I think I, he, another season, at least at least another season. I would say I don't think he's like the long term. We're franchising them, getting them a super max. Man, that'd be wild. Is that would that be three straight drafts where they take a quarterback if they were to do that? Because Malik, they got uh, Will. I think it would just be two, right? Well, if they win again this year, yeah. If they win again this year, it'd be yeah. three straight. Yeah. Um. Atlanta's probably the first one that everyone's been hyping up, but they seem like a candidate where they're going to like... Like a free agent or a... Uh, I mean, obviously not free agent, a uh, trade yeah, situation. Yeah, a trade, like where they directly get a quarterback. So What's interesting is we're getting a text... Uh, uh, one team that is texting in, uh, being texted in a few times, 214-918, commanders would be foolish to not think about it. They currently sit two where you're likely to get a quarterback that is of high repute within you know either the top two of those guys or if you like Jaden Daniels as well, the tough thing about it is if you feel so strongly about one of them, 
How do you feel about the idea of trading from two to one yeah. to make sure you get your guy and that somebody doesn't jump you? Yeah. Like, what, where, that, where, that, where that do you think about dynamic. that? Yeah. That's an interesting dynamic because, let, let, I mean, it's not really a secret that Cliff Kingsbury worked with um, Caleb, and Cliff is now in Washington. So I would assume, and all in a perfect world, they would love to have Caleb Williams. And how much you have to give up for the number one? Not sure. Probably a good amount, even though you sit at two. I don't know if you straight up pick swap with them. Um I don't know if you do that because I feel like you can still get a Jaden Daniels or Drake May that I think fits well in that program and still be fine without giving up next year something, your second round pick. Like, this is my thing. Washington is not just a quarterback away. You give up a lot of draft assets to get a quarterback, and now you're still you're still in a multi-year rebuild. I do wonder how much you have to give up to go from two to one. Yeah. I mean, it's still going to be a price yeah. for sure. But, yeah, you're in a multi-year rebuild. I think that that might be, though, a place where you feel a little bit more comfortable in making that particular move to get a guy that you feel great about, especially if like that's the one that you feel really good about. You now, know? Here, here's the teams that I think are the most viable. Okay, I, I think two to one is makes sense, obviously, with the commanders. We talked about the Giants. Atlanta have all been speculative, and we think something might happen there. I think 12 through 14, maybe 12 through 13 to be safe, all would be very willing, and I think they will be on draft night trying to move. Them. Those teams being, you mean the Denver Broncos? Minnesota 11, yep. Or Minnesota 11. That was one that I was looking at yep. because they're in this situation where they're trying to get something figured out with Kirk Cousins, but they, they, I mean, I think that they have an opportunity, as you talk about the idea of being a quarterback away, they are pretty close to being yeah. that or at least to being a kind of a contender and interesting team. Minnesota 11, Denver at 12. Correct. Vegas at 13, Correct. and you're going New Orleans at 14 as Four, well? 14, obviously know, they still got them on a contract, they, but it's just like a weird, like, there are a gajillion dollars over the cap. What are you going to do with all that cap space and, and um, accounting and figuring all that out? So it is an interesting spot because they still got someone under contract over there. I mean, t- so does technically Denver, but we all know what they're going to do over there. Right. So I, I, I – well, go ahead. Have you gotten to the place where Arizona stays with Kyler Murray? Right, like yeah, it felt yeah. like last year. It was a lot of talk, but I think they stayed. That's it's it's incredible how I mean how much can change in the course of a year, and of, of course, like Kyler Murray is good, but it seemed like as an organization they were fed up with I, him. I think it helped, and this might sound crazy, and tell me if I'm crazy. I think it helped that he got hurt, in a sense of mm. yeah, long term. It's like, well, we can't blame the season on another bad season on Kyler, and then he came back and played pretty well, a lot better than his backup. So it's like, well. And they could get they could get a, the number one a lot of guys number one on the board and you know who from Ohio State to be, to come over there which number is eighteen who, which is who I think they'll get to match up with Kyler or you 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 somehow get rid of Kyler and you still don't maybe get the guy you want like it's interesting that you say uh, Mr. Harrison mm-hmm. being drafted for yeah because I know New England is in an interesting place sitting in that third spot. They need a quarterback. Yes. I think they as an organization have come to the understanding that Mac Jones is not it. And Bailey Zappi clearly is I not it. Mayo's going. already said publicly, like, we need to right. get a quarterback. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so with that being the case, they're in position to do that, but they also significantly need something for a quarterback to throw to. Yes. And so there is talk about the idea of drafting at three there. Um Marvin Harris Jr. I feel so uncomfortable saying that. I'm so scared. You should have seen. Uh, I'm so scared. Uh at three. And then making a move into like maybe the latter parts of the first round and taking one of those other three, the, you know, kind of the, the other three quarterbacks that we were talking about. Yeah, Someone the like the two B's. JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix, if he's still there in a later, you know, regard now, or Bo Nix. What, what, what do you think about this? Because they, I don't, 
I don't know if people realize this. Both of their tackles are free agents. Their defense is the solid. Pats. Yeah, both of their tackles. I didn't think I realized that. Um, I think they're like one of the more multi-year teams that are out as far as rebuilding. What do you think about the idea of trading out of three and just getting draft capital? Because you're not you're a quarterback away. No, okay, you're not a quarterback away, but you right. need a quarterback, right? But, we but you saw, need more. But we just yeah. saw what happened in Carolina without having the infrastructure. You go draft Bryce Young, who was the number one prospect coming out. They drafted him at one. It didn't really matter. You can be great all you want. We see that with Justin Fields in Chicago. Great, great guy coming out. And then you don't have sure. the infrastructure, whether that be coaching, roster, whatever it may be. You don't have it around you. And then you're like, okay, well, we have this guy. Uh, are we wasting his rookie contract? Right. I, that's that's an interesting thought, but I think also there there might be something to the idea of here is a new coach that you have. Might be nice to pair him with a quarterback and have that feeling of okay, they can then grow and develop together, and they're on a similar timeline. As opposed to if you get two years down the road and now you're bringing in a rookie uh, quarterback or what have you, and then you're you know. How happy are you with the job that your coach is doing? And then if you are not unhappy with that job, are you now having to make a change in the middle of that, changing the circumstances around a quarterback and all those things? Yep. Um, how do you like this from the 214? They ask, what about the Steelers moving up? Because I, I think, think the Steelers is a good one. That's a good shout. That's especially good shout. They, they currently are slotted 20. at 20th in the draft order, and they might be in play for that kind of I think, other. I, I think that's 100%. Yeah. I, I would say the two teams that if I had to put money on today – trying very aggressively to trade for a quarterback and get up higher, I would say 13, the Vegas Raiders, and I would say 20, Pittsburgh. If but, I had to pit two teams that I think will really try hard to trade up for a quarterback. Assuming that they don't go free agent route. Because correct, correct. Th- they have been talked about a lot when it comes to, I know Russell Wilson is one of those names that came Fields, up. Possibly presence. Justin Fields has come up when it comes to them. And I don't know if I'm to take that rumor mill as meaning that that is where their mind is. But it seems like I see them attached maybe more so mm-hmm. to the idea of getting a, a veteran quarterback in there with them. And maybe that's a feeling of the Steelers always feel like they have some level of competitive to them. Hell, they won 10 games yeah. this past year. Maybe the idea is if you get a better suited quarterback, you immediately put yourself in a place where you can go to the playoffs and maybe do something interesting. So is there any team that we didn't mention or is there any team that we did that you think is the most likely to trade up? I, I'm putting my money on Vegas and Pittsburgh to be aggressive on draft night if they don't have a free agent quarterback, what team are you looking at? Like, hey, this is the one. Pencil it in. They're going to be aggressive. Um, I really want to say Minnesota, but yeah. I, it, I I, just know that there is like a path of somewhat least resistance, which is re-signing Kirk Cousins. And I do know that that, that means something, like that path of least resistance, the idea of the comfort level there. And Justin Jefferson adding a little bit of extra pressure of, hey, I want to be here with this quarterback. But yeah, no, I I like the idea of Minnesota being in that interesting place of going, yeah, let's let's go make this happen because they've, I mean, they were in this place when they went and got Kirk Cousins, and the idea was like we just need this, so maybe that takes them to a place where they they try and go get a young quarterback. How much of these teams, when you're factoring in teams that you think are going to be aggressive, because I I think there's two ways to look at it: guys that are literally like New England, where it's like okay, everyone and their mama can tell that they need a quarterback. There's like either no one on the roster or the guy got benched throughout the season. And then there's teams where it's like the quarterback's not great, but he's under contract when you look at the, the Derek Carrs of the world, when you look at um, what's another one, in, in, in Pittsburgh with, 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 Kenny uh, Pickett. with Pickett, where it's like there's still a guy that's serviceable. Which one do you think makes you more, are, are, are they in the same space? Or do you think those teams, the, the Geno Smiths, where you have a guy under contract, but it's like, yeah. let's be honest, he's not going to take us to the Super Bowl. Do you still be aggressive? 
I think, I think you're, you just let one fall too. I think you end up being more aggressive in those spaces where you're rebuilding and there's, you know, the, the hope of, hey, young guy that you're developing ends up being there. But obviously that these things end up being um, kind of fluid depending on what the ownership structure is, right? The organization takes their takes their orders from the um, from the, the the top, right? Yeah. Whether that's the ownership making demands or whether that's the ownership allowing you know whoever the president of the football operations or the general manager to have that, but ultimately at the top, that that shifts in various ways. If they're comfortable with you know being in that place where you're kind of in the middle and hey, we just need something small as opposed to like going and making that big move. Like, you know, like, that changes the way that this Like, imagine Pittsburgh or Vegas goes and somehow gets to two, and they get Drake May. Pittsburgh to two? Mm-hmm. It would be a lot. I'm just saying, do yeah. you think these teams that are in the middle of the road should also be hyper-aggressive? No, I, I, get one of these I always have, I always am really caution, or I, I caution the idea of, like, mortgaging your future okay. in that I way, like it. because it also adds a lot more pressure. Because now you got a young guy stepping into a, we're ready, we're just quarterback away, but now he's young. Well, and, and it's, not, it's not just that, right? Now the stakes of when you're evaluating them is not just on what are they doing, but what are they doing, considering that we spent all this, right? Like and so, Versus a Brock Purdy falling to you last pick of the draft, no expectation. Oh, there we go. Um, let's get right, right here on 105 Through the Fan. People are excited and buzzing about these Mavs. we got a text. We got someone on the Twitch. Micah Parsons is at the game. I believe was CeeDee Lamb also there? Did I miss CD that? CeeDee Lamb and Mike. I think it was Trayvon Diggs. Was it Diggs? Mike. I don't okay, know if I saw CD. Diggs and Parsons 100% were there. So there you go, right? Like all sorts of people buzzing at this is a fun game. I can't wait to break it down. We're trying to keep an eye on it all as we continue throughout the night. Uh, talking about the various sports here in DFW right here on 105 through the fans. Speaking of, coming up next, let's talk about the stretch run of the NBA. There's notes and for all 30 teams, including your Mavericks, as we are into the stretch run of basketball season coming off of the All-Star break. Let's talk some hoops coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a tight one at the AAC. Your Mavs have about an eight-point lead right now, 96-88, with uh, seconds remaining in the third quarter. Stars on their way to... Yet another loss, unfortunately, on the road. It's been a tough road stretch for them. Scott Wedgwood not been uh not had a good time in um between the pipes for your stars. Four one is the lead in favor of the center is there. And we know whose fault it is. He's a host here. <laughs> oh, you're keeping you're keeping the I mean the pressure on Zach ha- Wolchuk. They have not won since he's wow. been Wow. The Zach Wolchuk curse is what some people are calling it. Um Reginald Atatula here with you, Blake Elliott alongside me. Get right on this Thursday. Evening in the Metroplex. Uh, let's let's talk a little hoops as your Mavs really, you know, 
I don't know what's the right word, uh, reveling in the challenge that the Suns are providing right now and coming out pretty well. You're seeing, obviously, the value of P.J. Washington, Daniel Gafford, and you're seeing just all of these things fit together nicely. We'll talk more about that as we go, but this this represents the return to basketball after the All-Star break, the dreaded All-Star break, which saw you know a horribly played All-Star game. Saw J.J. Redick try and create content for a few days with some controversy and some beef. That was great. Right, we saw George Carl bring up some beef with Carmelo Anthony, all sorts of things, but back to actual hoop. And so with that, let's get notes for every of the 30 teams in the NBA on the stretch run. And I feel like, how are we going to do this? Let's just go pick your poison, call out a team. I'll I'll, I'll give you a note, and we have a quick conversation about them. How about that? Okay, let's do it. All right, you you, you tell me, I, team that you want to go for. Or should we, involve, should we involve David here? Should we make David pick? We know what team he's got to pick. Come That's on. true. That's you don't. Act, I, I. I will not be just biased. Go ahead, just here. get I it promise. out. Just get it out. Go ahead and get it out. Get what which, out? Which team did you say? Um, for which team do I have? Say that again. Just I, okay. I just need a team. We got. We're going through all oh, thirty. We're trying to go. We're trying to go real we through. We have to start with the Rockets. Okay. Uh, we don't have to, but that is the decision that you pick. Uh, that's a thirty. Uh, twenty-four and thirty team at the break. Emil Odoka, arguably the best team, uh, best coach in the league. Right. You can. Some people can make that argument, but they have not. Played well after that been. first that first stretch. They played good defense mm-hmm. early on. They they still have some things to figure out. Can Houston make the play in with promising youth? Um, they can. Let me look at the standards. Can they make the play in? I, I think their defense. They're twelfth. It was a little oversaturated at first. Like, oh, they're doing good. I, I'm gonna say they do not make the play in. I, I think this is a team that's still a a little bit a little bids away. I don't think Jalen Green is a long term play there. Personally, the Thompson twin. Hasn't uh, been playing um, all that hot. He's been stepping it up a little bit recently. Okay. But, yeah. but for, from the three, the three ball has just not David been David came there. to the defense of the Rockets. That was um, the defense has been there, but the three ball is not. And I don't know if Fred Van Vliet and Jabari Smith. And I love Shane Goon. He's a budding star, but I just don't know if it's enough. So. Yeah, they, they, they still need some time yeah. to have these things come together. And, uh, I mean, it, it does feel like there's some development and or a missing piece still there. They had a lot of young pieces there, and so there, there, there's some figuring out that needs to be done. It is nice that you saw them kind of play together and more like an actual basketball team as opposed to an AAU team, which it looked like last year. All right, we need Cleveland another team. Cavaliers. Cleveland. All right, let's go with the Cavs, um, where they're 36-17, and 17, good for second in the East. Out of nowhere. <laughs> right? Like, they, they went on quite a run towards the end of that, like, first part of the season towards the All-Star break. Cavs have been on a crazy run, look much better than their 51-win selves of last year, right? This looks like a better team year over year. God bless you. Is there a reason we don't buy this team with Donovan Mitchell? And, like, is there a reason why you look around this this Cavs team and go, nah, man, that's that, this it's not it? Um, I don't buy them as championship contenders, but I, I, I completely buy them as, like, what their record shows and them playing well. And this is with, with um, injuries. Yeah, but, I mean – in that way, if you're second in the East, you start being in championship contender status, but you don't buy them there. Why is that? I, I just don't know if Donovan Mitchell can be the best player on a championship team. I love him. Mm-hmm. Love him. I picked him to win a three-point contest. He feels like a two on a championship team, personally. I don't know if he's – I feel the same way about Brunson, and I love both of them. Both of them are hooping. Right. They both don't feel like they can be the best player and win an NBA championship. I think they are both – Really good twos, and they're ones on their respective teams playing well, regular season basketball. I just don't know the Cavs. Honestly, out of the East, I give maybe one team a shot, and that's the Celtics. Okay. I think I, the Bucks have their limitations. I just kind of talked about the Knicks. 76ers about Embiid. I mean, come on. Pacers I was really high on, but they've been too inconsistent, especially on the defensive side. So I, I, the Cavs are a fun story. 
think they'd be a great regular season team. If they were to win two playoff series, I'd be shocked. Okay. Um, need another team. Let's keep it moving. Let's go around. to the West and give me the Cleve, not the Cleve, the Clippers. I was seeing the C. Yeah, I was like, that's Cleveland Cavaliers. Clippers, good for uh, third in the West, thirty-six and seventeen. All right, man. Kawhi Leonard is capable of carrying a team to the NBA NBA title, right? Correct. Like, are are we at that time where we're willing? Are we at that time where we're really ready to consider the Clippers as championship contenders? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would. I, he can be the one. Now, James Harden, health is obviously man. plays into it, but Kawhi Leonard is that guy. He is a playoff riser. I mean, I've seen him do it to my own team, and game six looked like Michael Jordan. Um, so I, I I buy the Clippers as real. As long as they're healthy, they're scary. Yeah, that's it's super tough, and I think the thing that a lot of people talked about was James Harden on the playoffs. I feel like they have they have a team where he can contribute and he could play well, but if you if he doesn't, you don't need him to, especially if... He's really playmaking. He's back to top five in assists. So yes, he is. Yes, he great is. Great floater game still, so he's not like the number one scoring option or even the number two scoring option. Like There's two other guys that can give you 20, 25 a night easily without James Harden having to contribute that much scoring the basket. As we continue to check in on some teams after the All-Star break to, towards the stretch run of the NBA season, got another team in mind? Give me the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're second in the West, 37-17. and 17. A lot of youth. Could punch their ticket to the finals, but also, um, do you believe in that? And would they, do you feel like they're vindicated for all that tanking that they did? 100% vindicated for all that tanking they mm. did. They have had one of the best well-run programs. How do you go from three Hall of Famers, move off of them, get another one in Paul George, and then move on again and get a team that's been in the top of the West this year that has just been consistently young and getting better and better. Like they have run a well-oiled machine over there. What do they win the championship? Can you know come into certain things of how things play out and matchups? I think they're probably still a year away. I think they are. I think they're a team that's going to finish really well in the regular season. That if they were to lose in the first round, people would be okay. You know, kind of makes sense. Like I'm not like it's championship or bust because of the two seed for the. Oklahoma City, but they've had a really nice story. Shea is obviously that guy, but they got to get some more um, one shooting. Kind of talked about that earlier. Yes. And I think in the same sense, they, they don't really have a lot of size, like just brute strength downside. Yeah. Chet Holmgren's great, but at their four, they play Jalen Williams. He's tall like six, man, not big man. Yeah. yeah. And Jalen Williams is like six seven. Yeah. Kind of what we have with Grant Williams. Better Grant Williams. Not what I'm saying. Just as far as size and protecting the paint. So. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, I I do real quick before we move on from the Thunder here. Mm-hmm. I did find it interesting the idea that you go if they lose the first round series, people just go, eh, okay. I it's tough because I do think you're. I don't think you're wrong in the regard that people would let them off the hook in a way if they lost the first round series. But I feel like with the way that they've played, they shouldn't, right? They shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they they could take care of some teams. I think the matches will be dependent. They. I'll tell you this. You don't want to match up with the Mavs. With the Thunder? The, thun- the Thunder. Oh, just in general the thunder, all the way around? The th- well, anyone, but definitely the Thunder. They do not want to finish well and have the Dallas Mavericks as your first-round matchup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some other teams here that we yes. want to get around to? Mm, let me see. I'm. Let me go Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves, number one in the West, 39-16. and 16. Do Anthony Edwards and the Wolves have what it takes to make us believe that Minnesota basketball is, like, actually playoff and, and, capable. And, and I'm going to defer to you 
because I am a pretty big uh, Rudy Gobert hater mm. um, and Carl Anthony Towns hater. Just, just yeah, a, that just, one, that one, I'm, I'm just, there on. Just a double up, but I love Anthony Edwards, and he is a dog. And I, I'm getting to the point where I think he could be the one on a championship team. I, I think I'm kind of at that point now where I think he could be the best player and then win an NBA championship. I think he was teetering on it, and I someone could persuade me to put him as a two. But I think he can be the best player, and you win a championship. And I, I think if they were to lose in the first round, people would bat an eye like, "Hey, you got the defense." Oh we yeah, especially see, they've already been in the they, playoffs. You've been in the playoffs, so I think their expectations are a little bit higher. And I think they have, they can make it to a conference final. They, they gave the Nuggets, and, and Nuggets admitted this openly, the toughest yep. run, uh, you know, the toughest challenge in their run to the championship last year, yep. and rightfully so. Like one of the things I thought was. Is this defense tenable over a long period of time, like having two centers on the floor at most times? And over the course of the season, the answer has been yes. In addition to that, you mentioned Anthony Edwards, and some of it is going to fall at his feet because he's going to need to be kind of closer guy, but then also he has to be facilitator. Yep. And he's gotten significantly better at that over the, time, over the course of the year as he's done that. Maybe. David, did you have something you wanted to add there? That's what I was going to say. You guys haven't talked about the Nuggets, and I think that's one thing that needs to be added is, yes, they're doing great in the regular season. All these teams are. The question is, how much does that change when they get to the playoffs? It's a totally different ball game. Sure. And and I think that needs to be included in with what everything you guys are saying. And, yeah, I was going to say, you guys haven't mentioned the Nuggets yet. Yeah, the, the Denver Nuggets, fourth in the West right now. They've kind of coasted. We don't usually see them at fourth. They're usually one, two, easy. I think that's why. Like, they've kind of just coasted. And I think some of this is we all understand what it is there. This this roster looks largely the same as last year. You know, pieces have just kind of slid up into different places where you talk about um, Christian Brown. Christian Brown. And then you, uh, Zeke Naji. Guys have just kind of slid into roles that were left by the likes of who I don't remember. uh, Bruce Bruce Brown Brown and Jeff Green. Like, guys just slid into those roles and things are humming. And so I think a lot of people just have the belief that when it comes time to kick it into gear, which is something I saw them do last year, and I was like, oh, exactly. they have that in them. They're championship players or championship contenders. They have that within them. And so I think people anticipate when it comes time, they will kick it into gear. I just think it's, I think it's safe to say, and maybe outside of it, I could 100% be being biased, they might just have the most complete starting five out in the West. Yeah. Like where it's just like there's not really a weak point where they just can defend well, can shoot, can score. They, they've they've kind of got it all. Now, the bench is where you can maybe get them and rotations and that stuff, but the Denver Nuggets are a team where I'm not even really worried about what they do in the regular season just because I'm like, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to play well. They're going to be in the Western Conference Finals probably. Um, I don't know if we'll have time to respond to it, but what do they, they say about the Lakers? The Lakers, uh, we just need to appreciate LeBron James while we LeBron got him. Okay. He's still playing incredibly, yeah. even, even though they're sitting at ninth right now, which is honestly a little bit of a testament to the ways in which – they can maybe make this interesting down the stretch. But, yeah, no, we just need to appreciate that he is still doing this. Uh, the Pelicans, Zion Williamson, it's easy to forget he's 23 years old. And he's starting to cook now. He's getting healthy. He's staying he, in he, shape. He looks a little bit more in shape. Like, it's easy to not know that because who watches the Pelicans? But, no, that's actually an interesting thing. And then, finally, your Dallas Mavericks, seventh as of right now, 32-23. and 23, They're working on trying to get a win tonight at the AAC. Don't miss out on Luka Magic. He has been incredible. And how about this? The Mavs can make the conference finals. You believe that? Look at it. Look at them giving some. Uh, they wrote that. They're giving us some belief. Yeah. Shout out to Zach Harper of the Athletic. Wow. You don't see that often from the uh, from everyone out there actually believing. I think they can. I think they just match up well. Their record doesn't show because of injuries, and this isn't Dallas home bias. I think that they can. Now, will they? Matchups. The West is a monster, and this game will go a long way in helping us figure that out. We'll talk more about this game here in about an hour once it wraps up. But it's a get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Your Mavs currently 
lead against the visiting Phoenix Suns. And oh, it looks like Kyrie Irving has taken a dive into. Is that is that is that uh Mary Madison I, I in the building? That, that, that is hilarious. He a very interesting meeting with the new owner of the Dallas Mavericks, Kyrie on the floor. 10796 is the score in favor of your Mavericks. We'll keep you up to date as there's still about eight minutes left in the game. Coming up next on the get right, did your cell phone service go out? Was it affected during the day? And also, what would you do in a week without cell phone service? Let's discuss next on The Fan. We're enjoying some hoops in the uh, in the studio here. It's the get right right here on 105 through The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. David Shrupp on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Took a lot of took a big, big swig of water. That burp came up. Swings I didn't want y'all to hear that. Again. Y'all don't need to hear that. That's nasty. But yeah, fun basketball game happening at the AAC. Mavs hold a 10-point lead at this moment. It's just a new brand of basketball we're seeing. <laughs> it's it is fun. It is fun. We'll talk more about that as we continue to go through the evening. Um you can always get involved with the uh, the, the program is what we're doing here uh, by texting in truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053 uh, presuming that your cell phone service is indeed working working rather as the Verizon commercial comes on above us that's right uh, <laughs> this I, I found this to be interesting because I do not have AT&T and it seems like it was kind of isolated to this mm-hmm. but do you have AT&T? I do what? have AT&T. Okay, so did you lose yep. service earlier today? It was an odd occurrence and of course me being the I guess millennial that I am, I woke up and is, I immediately jump on Twitter and read various news stories. Like it's Twitter and my news app yep. are the things that I'm on, and I saw very quickly people talking about, "Hey, man, you know the the internet is out or what have you." And I was like, "What what is happening?" And so, how did you experience the cell phone ad- outage that happened today? So everyone's saying it happened today. It happened to me yesterday too. Really? Like, last like, like last night? Like late? Last night? Like it was. And honestly, it's in in the area I'm in. It's been messing up because for people to come into my apartment, you have to dial a number. Really, gated community. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh gosh. You have to dial a number, and it calls my phone, and then I can ring you in, right? And people aren't able to do that because they were like, the code's not working. And I was like, um. So I went to my apartment and asked them about it, and they said that the AT and T lines have been down. Mm. And I was this was like a day or two ago. And I was just like, okay, maybe just the apartment. Then yesterday and today, mine, I was just like, I cannot scroll Twitter unless I'm on, like, Wi-Fi. What is happening? My Apple, I reset my whole phone. My maps weren't working. My music wasn't working. Oh, you were down bad. You were like, this needs to this needs to change now. Yeah, because it, it was just kind of annoying. It wasn't, like, the end of the world, but it was either going, like, really slow or just wasn't working. And then I tried to call my mom, and it was just a, like, not connecting. And then my mom texted me. She's like, I've been trying to call you all morning. Like, is do you have your phone off? I was like, no. Texts were going through, but it seems like phone calls and like service as far as getting on um, using the internet outside of your home was just not working. I don't know what it was. Me and CA were theorizing, and I don't know if it's appropriate for radio because we were saying all kinds of things of why we think it didn't oh, happen. Oh, no. But but I, I think part of it, the reason, it'll be interesting when the companies come out and say what it was because- we, I feel like they're not going to come out and say it until they know exactly what it was and they have a resolution. Now, I think it's fixed now. But uh, as far as I can tell, it is. Um, the Associated Press 
uh, did some research. Obviously, this affected AT and T customers. As now, this was, was it, an AT and T outage. Everywhere, or was it just in Texas? No, this was a this was a a hours long outage to its U.S. cell phone network. An hour is what it said. Hours long. Oh, I was about to say it was. So, I, I, I was like, I don't know hour. how many hours. It was just an hour. Y'all are great. It was. It was like me for like two I days. I do think that it was noted that this maybe started approximately noon Eastern time, which would be eleven Central. Mm-hmm. Was what I saw. But ultimately, AT&T blamed the incident on an error in coding without elaborating any further. They said, oh. quote, based well, they, on... They came out with something. Okay. Yeah, okay. based on our initial... You got to say something. I bet them I bet <laughs> them call centers were getting blown up. I know that if you were a call center worker today, you were like, like, good ah. God. I'm not, I'm not coming in tomorrow. We already get blown up. Not now. coming in tomorrow. I'm sorry. Y'all going to have to find someone else. I'm taking a day off to de-stress. But they said, quote, based on our initial review, we believe that today's outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process... Uh, used as we were expanding our network, not a cyber attack, which makes me think it was definitely a cyber attack, yeah, right? They were I, like, I saw, I no, no, it definitely, definitely wasn't a cyber attack, guys. Because this is my thing. If AT&T were to say it's a cyber attack or say nothing, pandemonium breaks through. If you come out and say the wrong thing, that's how mass hysteria and you have the country divided quickly. <laughs> like, that is a quick way to know that your cell services are being tapped into. And they, I mean, we already kind of know some of that is in there i mean i saw theories about solar flares and stuff in orbit messing it up and spacex and all that good stuff i was like it's the aliens dog dude it's kind of scary man that (laughs) it's like these entities just control a large part of our life a large part our our internet service oh no i didn't think about this from the 214 they said i drive for uber and lost money this morning because i couldn't work with the service i i I mean that's i don't think about how many of people how many people like actively simply um you know operate off of their you know their cell phone service had not considered that sorry to hear that um i know that someone else said that uh their cell phone went out this morning and it didn't bother them because uh they were like i haven't had a cell phone for half my life i was i was fine which made me wonder uh what would i do for like if i had a, a week of no cell phone service, like uh, obviously in this instance, oh my goodness, uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, it looked like there's there's a real. Oh no, that didn't look good. Uh, Kevin Durant looked to have a very bad injury, as maybe caused by PJ Washington. PJ Washington kind of went low in trying to get a rebound after a free throw. There might be something significant there that we'll have to keep an eye on um, with ah. this game. But yeah, like with without cell services, we've been talking about the AT and T outage. That's tough because, like, that's, you know, your SMS messaging, as you were talking about earlier. Obviously, if you have, like, Apple has iMessage or various other messages that work off of just, like, Wi-Fi, you could do that. But, oh, boy, that yeah, that 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 would really, uh, I'd lean into trying to get some books read. But for this job, that'd be really tough. Yeah, um, I saw someone texting it earlier. I thought it was the funniest text when they said, my my phone was off and it was the best day. My phone finally wasn't getting blown up. I get enough calls at work and it was some peace and quiet today. If I had to go more than the day that I had to go, like, because it worked decent or it was slow. If it genuinely did not work and I, like, couldn't use I wouldn't be able to function. I'm just being completely honest with you guys and being see-through because I've talked about this before. I don't know how to drive without Apple Maps. Yeah, you did say that. That's real sorry. So I'm I am sorry now that. stuck in my house. You can't would, go nowhere because you don't know go, where anything is. I can't go nowhere, especially in a new city. Like if I was back home, maybe I could go a little bit more places, but I can't go nowhere. Um, I love listening to music, so now I'm bored. I, I can read a good book, but I, I'm not reading the book for five days straight. How many books you got at the crib also? That's worth asking. I got like seven. Okay. Not, yeah. see, but like at that point, I'm not going to be able to drive to work. 
I could probably figure it out if it if it was life. It's or like death. you've done it enough. I at could this point. I could probably. It might That's take me a little bit longer. That'd be wild if you were like, I cannot get to. Work. I just tell Gavin, hey, I know it's like seven minutes down the road, but Apple Maps is down. So that would, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine Did having you call to- your manager and being like, hey, yeah. the AT and T outage means that I can't find my way to work. I have no idea where we are. <laughs> Gavin, do you mind picking me up? (laughs) What's your location? No idea. (laughs) No idea. Can't tell you. I can't even. Would I be? I'd be able to text him, right? Would I? Um, depends. Does he also have an iPhone and have iMessage? Because if the if the SMS wasn't working, we better get on WhatsApp, baby. That's crazy. Hey, WhatsApp done done wonders. Oh, but you don't know nothing about the company Slack. Oh yeah, you you are you are SOL. I've done Uh, done Slack. Yeah, but you don't know nothing about our company. Oh no 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 no, yeah exactly from the two one four. Uh, they said uh, it started at three in the morning. They drive trucks, lost service exactly at three. That's oof, oof. and uh, there's a lot of people out there talking about the ways in which they had they you know their actual business was uh, affected from the six eight two. They said I worked Dr Pepper, managed twenty merchandisers across DFW. Nobody had service, so nobody knew who was actually working. That is wild. Ooh, yeah, the people that they were like actively going places in your service, they definitely got it worse because. I was at the house, so I'm just kind of being first world problems. But like the Uber, like that directly impacts you doing your job. That I that stinks because a lot of times it's just like, yo, I'm factoring in that if I work this much, I'm gonna get this money. And now, oh my goodness, KD, comes what is back wrong with him and his feet? Uh, but yeah, like if if you were just accounted for, I'm just gonna make this certain amount of money today, and then now you can't make it from no fault to your own. Just because AT&T had whatever happened, a coding error or a line down or whatever. Like we have all sorts of people different. There we go. We're just going to, that's going to be the official line of the get right. Solar (laughs) flare. But like something like that happens, right? Man, that's got to really stink. So yeah. Um, How how long, how long could you go? With, okay. So just no cell phone or are we just going like no internet, right? Like Mm, just being disconnected. That's do you want to go all the way? Do you want to go all the way of like no connection to the outside world, no, or just like no like I'm just Wi-Fi still works, but you don't have like five G. To try and be completely honest about, if I had no internet, do I have to? Do I still have to do this job? Because I think I don't think I can do this yeah, job without internet. Like I genuinely don't think I, don't, that I can do this job. We, we without couldn't. Internet we at this couldn't. Point. We couldn't. What were you gonna go go to the local paper and get the latest news? Right. We, we, uh, let me read this box score, baby, <laughs> from two days ago. No, uh, I I don't. Um, okay, let's just say you don't have a job at all. Um, and I just you just gotta live. And but you're not, this age because it'd be easy to say you're 60 and married happily. That's an easy answer. You're I, this I like age. that you put in happily. He's like, I want to make sure that you're not having having uh, arguments in the house. You're this age. You do not have a job, and let's just say money doesn't matter. Do you think you could be fine with yourself currently? For about how long? I, that's what I'm asking. How long do you think you could go? No internet. Nothing. Nothing. Not Wait, even Wi-Fi. That would be great. You know why? Because I have comic books. I have video games. Right. I no, think video games. I no. New- no. Do movies count? The DVDs? If you, if you have DVDs, I do have. How many physical DVDs do you have, David? Physical. I, like, a lot. <laughs> David. I go to a movie trading company. David goes a lot. I I I think I could make it a week. It'd be it'd be a little bit rough towards the back end, and that feels that also is with me understanding. Like I'm very comfortable spending time by my lonesome and all those things. And I'm like, yo, a week, and we'd be we'd be done, done. And I mean, I'd be able to catch up on some reading, but yeah, yeah, we'd be we'd be in a bad place. That I I it, just thinking about it, I'm like, yo. Man, I'm so I am so down bad, like connected, connected to the internet, man. Like whether it be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Oh boy, not people, having Twitter is going to be tough. Not being able to read stories, like you're you're just reading what's in your room, walking to the local bookstore. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 
God bless all the folks that could say that, that said they could they can uh, make it a lot longer. And shout out to all the folks who did that back in the day when we, before we got internet and had all the, this connectivity and all this honestly privilege in the way that we operate. Uh, I have just I've realized I'm not in that place anymore. That's crazy. Blake, do you not understand video games can be played without the internet? Yes, I'm quite aware. Just I was. Thinking of the ones that can be played on the internet. I love a good single-player game by myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if I have a few video games, we'll make it a little bit easier. Because especially no no responsibilities, nowhere to go. Yeah. Oh, we can we kill. Could, we could throw God of War. Now on. this is the problem, right? <laughs> I am now 31 years old. Not saying that I'm old, but I've played a lot of video games. If I compare myself to when I was 21, I used to put in whole you know work shifts playing video games. Oh, you yeah. look up and eight hours later, it's gone. Now, when I play video games after about an hour, I'm like, I need to move it around. I need uh, to do something. Oh, uh, uh, no, for sure. I, I used to I used to get home at, at high school, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, and just grind it out with the gang. But uh, now that's not exactly the... I don't really do that anymore. Good single-player game. You can get lost, though. Somebody said, oh, my God, used web, Wi-Fi, laptop, Starbucks. No, we were talking about if we did not have any internet. Obviously, just jumped off of the idea because of the AT&T outage uh, that happened earlier today. They're clowning us on the text line. By reading a book. Oh, I have plenty of books that I need to get to. I'm not yeah. saying, but I do know myself well enough to know after a couple of hours of reading, that's I want to stop what, for a little bit. We're not saying you can't supplement reading. And the person said, then imagine that's all you're doing. We're saying no internet, no nothing. I know that's good in, in parts, but you're going to go five months reading, nothing else? I'm sure that's easy when some you're people, older. Some people can. Some people can. Um, <laughs> and shout out to them because I've, I've just gotten so used to this internet. But you know what? Appreciate you guys rocking with us here on the Get Right 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, uh, I know there's a lot of people there. We, there's a lot of talk about Dak Prescott, the contract situation, or what could be done. How viable would Trey Lance be as a quarterback solution if you wanted to go that way? Let's discuss that coming up next on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.